Hey guys, it's Sierra here, your host for Millennial Shout, bringing you shopping produce content, raw, organic, and relatable. It's a faith-based podcast that talks about anything and everything, so the limit does not exist. Tune in. I know, I know, I know, I know. I haven't done a podcast in about two weeks. I know, but I'm actually moving my podcast dates to every other week. So we're going twice a month instead of every week. It's just too much on my plate in order to successfully and wholesomely post something every week. It's a full-time job. I just don't have time for it. So we're going to be cutting it back a little bit to every other week. And I hope that's okay because it's okay for me. So it's going to be okay for you. Okay, okay. So let's get into it. We're going to speak on something that's a near and dear, um, not cause, but just, I guess, the inner activist in me wants to speak about. Um, So I'm actually against abortion. It wasn't necessarily uh, like, it's just something that I grew up around. I just grew up not being able to support it. Um, based off of my parents and what they have shared with me about it but what they didn't share with me about it unfortunately is the other side that I'm reading they kind of you know your parents want your best interest for you obviously and they want to um, they want to share what they think is best until we have the minds and the brains and the capacity to recognize hey I am making this vote and I'm making this choice for myself personally and for me it's all about ethics and principles I actually did not know really anything about abortion besides that it's legal. Proposition 115 of banning late-term abortion would be great. Um, That would be amazing Um, to say because that's a near and dear issue to my heart. Um, Not issue, but just it 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 tugs on my heartstrings for many different reasons, but also because I was born at 28 weeks and that's when you can abort. And that just blows my mind that you can abort at 28 weeks. Gosh, like a full, that baby is full on alive and well and breathing. I mean, compared to like an egg and a sperm, I'm not saying that their life is not different, but I'm just saying from an egg and a sperm to the production of a baby, Oh my gosh, it just blows my mind that some people and their ethics... Anyway, don't want to get off topic. So I actually want to speak about Margaret Sanger, I believe is how you pronounce her name. And she was the pioneer for the American birth control movement, Um, but also known as Planned Parenthood right now in this day and age. And I did some research on her and I was really quite astounded at... The ethics. Um, Essentially, she, the reason why she created birth control was Margaret Sanger was white and she wanted to create birth control for the for the lower population, more so the colored population. And doing so, that would refrain from the black population to grow and get bigger and bigger. So, Essentially, she was doing that because she was a racist. So if you support 
Planned Parenthood, you were supporting racism. However, you know, things evolve, things become more, oh, it's not that way anymore. It's different now. It's my body, my rules. Well, no, if you want to go off of ethics, I have been told by a couple people that I am racist. Um, I'm pretty sure all of us at one point have been called a racist, whether it was just because we legitimately said something racist or we just offended somebody. Um, even if they're, it's a white-on-white type of racism kind of thing. Either way, I think it's interesting that a lot of people are for abortion and a lot of people don't actually do their homework um, and recognize just where you know, Planned Parenthood started and why it started from. Because if that was the case and all the people who were screaming, how dare you be a racist? How dare you not be for abortion? How dare you not tell, or how dare you tell me what to do with my body and you tell me I can't have birth control? Great, that's awesome. Do what you want with your body. But when you go back to the principle, when you go back to the root of it, you're a racist. You don't support the black community, even though you say black lives matter, even though you march and say black lives matter, even though you riot and you raise your fist in the air, black lives matter. How can you support black lives matter when you support abortion, when you support Planned Parenthood, when you support my body is my choice? How do you support that? I don't, that to me, that's so contradicting. Well, Sierra, it's the 21st century. Things change, things evolve. No, they do evolve and they do change, but the root stays the same. You, you, you can't change the root. You can't change ethics. You can't change the principle. And that's where I'm saying is going back. Go back to where it all started. Where did it start? With Margaret Sanger wanting to control population of the black culture. And now, I mean, it's to a whole other level of yes, of who can abort how it's more globally acceptable, how it's more acceptable in this life and in, in, in this day and age because, you know, we're all about radical feminist movements and that just, that's another story for another freaking day. But I get it. What I don't get, though, is the people who are condescending and the people who aren't educated and the people who are just really downright just confused confused about what they believe and confused about what they follow confused about what what why do they support what they support are you supporting it because it's the popular vote are you supporting it because everybody in your mother supports it or are you supporting it because it's truly something that you believe in and that you value in great and if you do do you know the ethics behind it do you know the principles behind it do you know why something was started for a reason you know Planned Parenthood wasn't just started just for Planned Parenthood it wasn't just started because it was just oh one day I'm just going to make birth control no it was started for population control and that's the thing I don't think again a lot of people know about and a lot of people don't do the research and so that's why I want to just speak today and, and share that how important it is to do your research I mean I am super thankful that I'm like not for abortion um those are my beliefs, those are my values, those are my opinions, which we are all entitled to our own opinions, but we are not entitled to our own facts. And that's from the good old Mike Pence quote. I believe he quoted somebody else. I, and the facts are Margaret Sanger is a racist. Margaret Sanger is confused. 
you need to do your research as to what is the Black Lives Matter movement? What is this Antifa movement? What is this radical feminism movement? What is this pro-abortion or um, abortion movement? What is this what are these movements and why are they here? Are they here because we just want to be loud and we want our voices to be heard? Like we have been fighting for equality for a women for a couple of years now and it's like we have the equality or we're getting a lot closer to equality than we were, you know, five years ago. But now it's like we don't even know why we're screaming and yelling. We're just still screaming and yelling. We're like little children. I want my way. I want my way. And then it's like, okay, great. You got your way. Now look, you still are complaining. You're never happy. You're never satisfied. Loud people being loud. And unfortunately, they just want to speak. They don't want to listen. They want to listen to speak, not listen to hear, unfortunately. We have a society of laziness and we are part of a generation that is just lazy and that we want to fight. We want things to happen, but we also want to be super lazy and not actually put in forth the work. And that's work ethic. And unfortunately, the younger generation has zero clue about work ethic. Majority of the younger generation population does not know what it is to work hard millennials are kind of at that point too how do we take care of our kids what do we do let's just be lazy give them the ipad give them the phone shut up all right great move on we cannot be a generation of laziness anymore we cannot be a generation that just reads headlines anymore we need to be a generation that is going to actually use our voice and also not be conditional not be contradicting and do our part do our part by doing our research and by doing our research means voting for a position voting for a person voting for a right voting for a voting for a law that's going to benefit everybody based off of ethics and principles good ethics and good principles and without that america can't be great america will not be great again i also did some more research on kamala harris this isn't me bashing on Kamala. This is just me reading the facts on Kamala. Again, I'm entitled to my own opinion. I'm not entitled to my own facts. But these are the facts. <laughs> um, I'm reading a book right now called Profiles in Corruption. And it's actually an interesting book. It's by Peter Schweizer. Um, he's a New York Times bestseller. And it's quite spooky, quite interesting to read the information that I'm reading. Um on these politicians or on these people who are in higher platforms or higher seats. I had no idea what about this information about Kamala, but here we are. <laughs> I don't know if you, I remember back in the day, probably like 10 years ago, when there was this whole Damer thing was going on and I didn't know it was in California at the time and I didn't know Kamala Harris. I didn't even, obviously didn't even know who Kamala Harris was at the time. But she was a part of Demare, like, movement kind of thing. So, essentially, this chapter just talks about Kamala Harris's time when she becomes, you know, the position that she becomes as she had to say it 500 times when she was doing that um, vice president speech to remind people just where she was in her chair and what, what her title was. And, it, gosh, it's like, did we forget? No. Did you forget? I think so. So... Kamala Harris um, at the time was actually dating um, a guy by the name Brown. 
and his name was Willie Brown, and she basically would just, like, slept her way to the top, essentially. Um, again, ethics. Not necessarily the most ethical thing to do, and not the most influential nor positive thing to do to get to a spot, but hey, I guess this is what they mean. You gotta do what you gotta do, you know? Um, so she basically had a very, an exclusive affair. Not that it really matters, but from like an ethical, again, ethical standpoint, Brown, who was married in 1958, and he actually is still married today to the same woman, um, but it didn't matter. Brown was actually 60 at the time when he began dating Kamala, who was 29. And it said Brown was actually two years older than her father. Their affair was the talk of the San Francisco in 1994. Kamala's mother defends her daughter's decision and offered choice comments about brown why shouldn't she have gone out with willie brown he was a player and what could willie brown expect from her in the future he has not that much life left <laughs> i mean i don't know that in itself sleeping your way to the top being able to have the people that you have being able to be exposed i mean exposure is massive for people who want power Kamala Harris is somebody who wants power Donald Trump is somebody who wants power Joe Biden is somebody who wants power and with power, you have the accessibility to things that you wouldn't if you were just another person in politics or somebody who wasn't as high up in politics. But all that to say, Kamala Harris slept her way to the top, slept her way to the position that she's in today. Because if it wasn't for that, why, how, and could she be where she is today based off of you know, sleeping with Brown during that time. I don't know. I can't, I can't answer that. But what I can say from an ethical standpoint, I can't say that I, you know, agree with what she has to say. And she definitely, I didn't know this. Again, another thing that I didn't know. Um, and so the whole Jeffrey Epstein that just kind of blew up the past couple of years, um, she, Kamala Harris was actually a part of, his case which I had no idea but in the book it says in July 2019 for example she rightly criticized the lax penalties that pedophile Jeffrey Epstein placed in his plea, in his plea agreement with prosecutors Harris attacked the prosecutor in the case Alex Acosta who was now labor secretary in the in the Trump administration for protecting predators Harris even went after the law that firm that represented Epstein to those criminal proceedings, arguing that the representation of him calls into question the integrity of the entire legal system. Critic criticizing noted that she gladly took campaign donations from the same firm, and they were talking about donation firms or donations from the firms before of the slug campaign or the, the slug movement, whatever you want whatever you want to call it. San Francisco League of Urban Gardeners and I mean this whole book I don't want to spoil it too much but this whole book speaks on that just kind of the nitty-gritty and, and just the, literally the corruption and hence the title of, of what's going on behind the scenes that they don't share in the news because this is not in the news this is not on Wikipedia you've got to do your own research and finding this and that's what's so scary is that you can find all this information and you can you know it's like it's censored so much is censored and that's why I'm so grateful I don't know if you guys saw but um Ted Cruz the other day on Twitter announced this was like about a week ago to stop censoring things that were legitimately being censored as he was speaking 
whether it was stuff about Trump or stuff about just truth, just truth being shown. Every, Twitter was censorizing everything. And they're like, oh, we're only going to censor false facts. Okay, so why don't you censor Dr. Fauci? Why don't you censor Kamala Harris? Why don't you censor Hillary Clinton? Why don't you censor Joe Biden? You know, why is it always Trump? Why is it always uh, Mike Pence? Why is it always the more conservative side that is that is censored? That's what I don't understand. They're going to share stuff about birth control. Oh, how it's, you know, it's going to help you. It's going to help people who get unfortunate you know, situations, whether it was rape or whether they just weren't ready to have a family or whatever they're trying to lower the, the, the poverty rate, whatever the excuse is or whatever the reason is, it's always going to, oh, but look, look at, you look, look at, I'm going to make it better though. It's going to sound good. It's going to look good, but it's not good. Look like, act like, but isn't. Birth control looks like it's a great thing, but then when you get down to the nitty gritty, it's not. Kamala Harris looks like she's a great woman and how she's going to fight for our country, but she's not. You are entitled to your own opinions, but you're not entitled to your own facts. And the facts are that woman is evil. That woman is crazy. This, And you know why and how I can say this woman is evil and this woman is crazy? Just go look at her policies. Go look what she stands for. Go look what she's advocating for and go look at how she's going to make or going to try to make America great again. And then you come tell me and you be the judge and how America truly is going to be great again with her in office. Or, I mean, for that matter, Joe Biden. Sorry, it's the Biden-Harris campaign. Even though they've said the Harris-Biden campaign, it's the Biden-Harris campaign. How do you think Joe Biden and his policies are going to make America great again? Just riddle me that. But don't just go off of the first few words that sounds good and looks good. Go to the root. Go do research figure out truly what the policies are, and then see if that is what is going to make us better. I'm waking up. I have friends that are waking up. I have the world is waking up. Slowly, slowly, slowly. Hopefully they will wake up in time. We are in such a pivotal time of necessary change and just rehabilitation almost of our country and of our laws and of our rights and just to go back go back to what was intended go back to what and how will make america great again vote for a candidate vote for don't just vote just a vote and don't vote for the party because that's just that's literally again our founding fathers fought to be where we are today, to have the freedom to vote as we do in America, and people take it for granted, and people just turn a blind eye. Well, if you turn a blind eye, you I better not see you complaining online. I better not see you complaining about it in the streets, because that's just ridiculous. You cannot complain if you don't vote, and if you vote, make sure you are doing your research. I literally cannot tell you how crucial and how important it is to do your research. That's all my soapbox I have for you today, you guys. It's freezing. I'm freezing. I'm in my closet. It's cold. I gotta go get warm. But make sure you vote. Did I say that? Let me say it again. Vote. B-O-T-E. Don't vote because Hailey Bieber says it's sexy. Don't vote because your favorite celebrity said to vote. Vote because you want to make America great again. See ya.